Your Money Replay from Money FM 89.3. Influence with Michelle Martin on Your Money, only on Money FM 89.3. We know that you can't be financially free if you're not physically well, right? So we dedicate every Wednesday to what's important, and that is your health. And joining me is Dr. Vincent Chandrawinata. He's not only a world renowned researcher in the area of food, he is also an entrepreneur and he is the founder of Renovasho. He joins me today to talk about brain health in the news just yesterday that Singapore, to improve the quality of life of people here who can suffer from dementia, Singapore is widening the care options available for people with dementia. The Ministry of Health and the URA just yesterday announced plans to build a dementia care village in Sembawang. This will be the first of its kind in Singapore. Compared to nursing homes, which have been criticized as being institutionalized, the new dementia care villages, uh, the first of which will be trialed, will encourage residents to live their lives to the fullest within a social setting, we all know that prevention is better than cure is. So when we think dementia, we think, what can we do to improve our brain health today? And later on, we'll cover the area of new tropics. You might have heard of them, natural supplements or drugs that are touted as having a beneficial effect on the brain of healthy people. So can new tropics be beneficial for your brain health? Is spending money on these nutritious supplements for your brain really worth your buck. First up, we say welcome and good morning, Dr. Vincent Chandrawinata. Good morning, everyone. Happy hump day. It's always good to be back. And you're right, because I have received a lot of questions from people. Why is there a health show on Money FM? And I always say that health is wealth. Health is wealth. I like that. Okay, Dr. Vince, let's start with the Dementia Care Village, which I know that you are excited about as well. What do you think are some of the key features that will be beneficial for patients living in Dementia Care Villages that sort of take the social elements into account as well? I'm really excited because, as you mentioned just now, this is something that is very different from nursing home or retirement village because one significant key feature that is missing from your traditional nursing home or retirement village is the social life because there are a lot of misconceptions about people who are suffering from dementia and when it is just being addressed in the broad stroke methodology in your normal retirement village or nursing home, you're not actually fulfilling or addressing the issues that are faced by these people every day. They don't really need something like medication all the time or they don't actually need something that will make their life easier. What they need is an environment that understand their conditions and help to fulfill their lifestyle within that parameters. Yeah, really important, especially when I think of a study that has come out saying nearly three in four people with dementia in Singapore feel ashamed or rejected. So really a space like this, tailored dementia care village that promotes participation and social interaction, I think is going to go some way to allowing people with dementia to feel included. So we all know prevention is better than the cure, Dr. Vince. And today we wanted to talk specifically about brain Health, are there really things that we can start to do today to improve the way our brain functions? Yes, there are. I have curated five simple steps for us to do every day to support our brain health and to help us reducing the risk of developing 
mental illness or anything that is related to the dementia syndrome. And the first one, a lot of people may not know that mm -hmm. our heart and circulatory system is very much connected with our brain. Because remember, our brain needs constant supply of oxygen. So when you have problem with your circulatory system, it really does impact your brain health significantly. Oh, that's interesting. So your heart and your circulatory system impact the way your brain functions. Of course, because if your brain is not getting enough oxygen or blood, then it can't function and your heart pumps all that to your brain, right? Exactly. As a matter of fact, one of the most commonly found types of dementia is called vascular dementia. Vascular means our blood vessel and veins, and it has a lot to do with an impaired or dysfunction of our circulatory system. Really interesting. Attend to your heart is one way that you can help your brain out? Exactly. And followed by step two, which is be physically active. Because when you're physically active, first, you're helping your body to pump oxygen better to your brain, which helps your circulatory system. But being physically active does not only mean that you need to exercise and work out. Being physically active also relates to everything that you do every day. So, for example, making sure that you stand up enough, you don't just slouch on the couch. You, when you are sitting, you are sitting with the correct posture because sitting with a good posture really impacts your brain health too. When you are slouching and when you are basically not sitting up straight, you are restricting the amount of oxygen that goes into your body because when you are slouching, you are compressing your lung and it can reduce your lung capacity up to 30%. So basically, you are suffocating yourself if you're not sitting up with good posture. Oh my goodness, what a great tip that one is. And, and you say it's important to keep on learning when it comes to brain health. Why is that important? That is step three to mentally challenge your brain because as the old adage goes, if you don't use it, you will lose it. And this is why I always tell my parents and my grandparents that we need to lose the attitude of, oh, I'm too old to learn because we are living in the era of learning. If you don't learn new technology, you are being left behind. And if you are being left behind, you are actually being socially excluded, which is step four. Enjoying social activity, being social, is also one of the ways to improve your brain health and reduce the risk of developing dementia-like symptoms. Dr. Vincent Chandrawinata is my guest. This is Ask Dr. Vincent, so you can put your questions to him as well if you have any at 9717-8893. Today we're discussing everything to do with brain health, ways to keep your brain healthy or perhaps even improve the functioning of your brain. We'll take questions in those areas, so get them through early. Okay, so we're on step number four and you have five steps to maximize brain health. And step number four is something I know you're so passionate about, your diet. Exactly. Exactly, because you really are what you eat and what you're putting into your body is not only impacting your health physically, but also mentally, including your brain. Because brain health is a combination between taking care of yourself physically, like your circulatory system, your heart and your cardiovascular health. But it is also about your mental well-being, because if you are flooding your brain with stress hormone or when your brain is not getting enough nutrients such as taurine, essential fatty acid, like omega-3, you are basically stunting the growth of your brain 
and preventing your brain to function to the fullest. Really interesting. Okay, so I'm going to start by sitting up, tending to my heart, being healthy, uh, eating well, and also you, you, you stress the social dimension, right? Being socially active. Yes, and something that is very, very interesting, I think it happened a few months ago, I think one of the online taxis, so uh, I think Uber is no longer in Singapore, but I think this was being put out by Uber, mm-hmm. if I'm not mistaken. Basically, they were trialing or they wanted to try a new function on Uber app. Basically, you can toggle whether or not you want to talk with the driver or not. Because some people, they don't want to talk to the driver. Some people are very social. Yes. And I thought that, wow, this is so horrible. We are in the generation where we can't even communicate that. And I am so much against this idea because... I mean, I take Uber almost every day, and sometimes being an entrepreneur, I am very, very busy, but I will never actually toggle and say that I don't want to talk to the driver. I, you know, sometimes even though when you don't want to talk, you really need to learn how to communicate that. So sometimes I just go into my Uber and say that, hi, how are you today? Do you mind if I'm on the phone? Like, this is something that especially young people, the millennials, we have to relearn how to communicate beyond just posting things on Instagram or tweeting because if we don't use this, if we don't train ourselves to communicate, we will lose this. And this is the reason why a lot of times people can't say what they want. People can't communicate what they mean. And I think this is a real issue. Yeah, yeah. There's that quiet option on Uber. You're absolutely right. And some say it dehumanizes drivers as well. If you, you don't communicate that, you just, you know, put that quiet option on the app. Really interesting, Dr. Vince. Today, we're talking about brain health. And I wanted to ask you about this segment of, I suppose, supplements. It's really gaining quite a bit of traction. Nootropics or cognition enhancing supplements. They've exceeded $1 billion US in terms of sales over in the US. And they're quite controversial because, you know, they are sometimes marketed as substances that can improve your cognitive function, your memory or your creativity or your motivation. And I'm sure for busy individuals out there, they're always looking for ways to, to boost uh, their performance when it comes to memory or creativity. So first up, what do you make of this whole feel of nootropics, Dr. Vince? So first of all, the term nootropic is derived from two Greek words. Uh, the first word is nous, meaning mine, and the second word is tropin, which is two words. So basically, nootropic supplements are supplements that are prepared to have brain or mind enhancing properties. So the oldest and the probably the most famous of this so-called supplement is caffeine because caffeine does help to enhance our brain function, mostly because it enhances the circulatory system. See the, the, the relationship between your heart and mm. your brain. And this is something that a lot of us do every day without even knowing. The problem with nootropic is that Sometimes the properties are being exaggerated through a marketing campaign. So I really don't believe that by taking a single pill or two pills, you can actually suddenly become really, really smart. What I do believe is that there are certain things that you can do to help boost your brain function or your cognitive function 
However, it needs to be sustained with healthy diet, with physical activity. So if you're taking, for example, caffeine, 200 to 300 milligrams per day, that's fine. However, people can actually die from excessive amount of caffeine. So just be on the safe side. Okay. What do you think about the benefits of resveratrol? It's quite expensive as supplement, said to prevent the deterioration of part of the brain linked to memory, the hippocampus. So resveratrol is a type of phenolic antioxidant, and this is actually my area of research. And we know scientists all over the world are in agreement when it comes to phenolic antioxidant being the holy grail of antioxidant. However, the reason why resveratrol may not work for you is because of the bioavailability. Bioavailability mm-hmm. is the amount of, this, of any substance that your body can actually absorb. Mm-hmm. And this actually is the reason why I started my research in the University of Newcastle back in 2010. Mm-hmm. Because before my technology came along, there was no way to make any supplement in the form that our body can absorb. So when you take something, even when you're drinking wine, you're probably only absorbing 1% to 3% of these phenolic antioxidants such as resveratrol. And the reason why I was awarded a PhD and also a patented technology was because we managed to figure out a way to extract and activate phenolic antioxidants so that your body can absorb 90% of it. Yes, I know. Activated phenolics, that's what they're called, right? Yes. Thank you for helping us with some concrete ways we can improve our brain functioning today. Dr. Vincent Chandrawinata is founder of Renovasho. This has been Ask Dr. Vince. I'm Michelle Martin. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download the SPH Radio app available on Google Play or the App Store.